0: It is Moyo on the Run, episode number 8, and today I'm in Dallas, Texas, and I am running on a really cool trail called White Rock Creek Trail, right down through a really nice area of Dallas, just cruising along here, and this week... At the beginning of the week, I decided I was going to identify an area in my life that I felt was a weakness that I really could work on throughout the week and try to identify areas that made it a weakness, and if I could come up with some practical ways to address that and strengthen that area. So I decided to pick the area of listening. I love to talk, as you can tell by me posting videos every day, the podcast, and it's hard for me sometimes to listen because I have ideas that pop up and I just feel like I want to express those ideas or I love to teach I'm truly a teacher and I love to talk and teach and so sometimes I find myself not listening like I should and I have the benefit which I'm so grateful for, of having the ability to practice that multiple times every day with patients that come into my office. And so that's what I set my intention for this week, was to really evaluate how I am doing listening and what are areas that I can identify that trip me up what I could do to improve and practical things that I could put into place. So as I went through the week, I found a couple of areas, identified a couple of areas that I think really affect me and very likely, everybody for that matter. So one of those areas was my mind is constantly working I'm constantly thinking of new ideas new possibilities new dreams new thoughts that perhaps I want to relate to the person I'm talking to or relate to someone else or that I just want to write down And come back to. So, my mind is constantly working, and that restlessness in my mind makes it hard to listen because I'll find myself starting in a conversation and then trying to listen. And in the process, the person that's talking to me maybe said something that made me think of something. I want to expound on that or I want to write it down or I want to remember it or I want to... And so my mind just keeps racing and I'll find myself in the midst of a conversation and even being quiet and listening that I have focused on something that enters my mind and I find myself not focusing on the words being told, and even though I have the appearance of listening, I'm not really hearing, or you might say I'm hearing, but not really listening, and so that restlessness of my mind is an obstacle to overcome. Another thing I notice is that it's difficult to be quiet. For a couple of different reasons one reason is because we are oftentimes uncomfortable and quiet and so we feel like we need to fill that space and there are times when someone's talking and then they stop and if i would just be quiet they would probably share some more, and insight like that might be very helpful, that they really need to say, but, they're just not there yet. But I find the quiet uncomfortable, and my restless tongue wants to fill that space with my talk. And then there's also the times when I've heard something, and I've had this thought and I want to express it I want to tell them I want to, my tongue is again restless it wants to expound and to teach and, I mean, technically that's what I'm there for but I have been amazed by how much you can learn by just being quiet in those uncomfortable moments or quiet in those moments when you really want to talk but you're going to gain more and the person you're talking to is going to gain more if they're given time to express all of their emotions. So that's an obstacle. Another obstacle is we are beings that want to be moving. And I know in my internal clock what my schedule looks like and my body is so attuned to just get up and go get up and go get up and go maybe that's not you but that's me i want to move to the next move to the next and honestly if i could do all of the interviews all of the sessions walking my body would love it but my body is restless and so there are times when my body's just saying, all right, we've sat here long enough, for you to get up and go. We need to get up and go. You know, the Apple Watch has a little thing on that says, time to stand. Mine never goes off because I'm always on the move, which is great for physical health. But sometimes I get up and move before I've allowed who I'm talking to to really tell the whole story. So those three hurdles, I've really noticed this week, I'm sure there's more, all sorts of distractions, but they're the ones that really stick out. So my next step was to say, what can I do to overcome these and fight back against this? So I came up with a three phase approach that I wrote down and memorized and I've tried to put into play throughout the later days in the week once I came up with it. And this is how it is. Focus your restless mind. Hold your restless tongue. Calm your restless body. So here's, a play, here's how it played out for me. I would walk into the room and I would tell myself in my own thought process as I walked in, focus your restless mind. I acknowledge right from the start, my mind is restless. But I have the ability to focus it if I so choose. And I make it a habit and a practice. See, our brain loves Habits it loves loops, it wants to expend the least amount of energy that it can. So, in the resting state, for the most part, your brain is in a state called the default mode network. And interestingly enough, when you look at bone scans in that default mode network, it's all kinds of thoughts going on. But if you can walk in and set a neural pathway and say, focus your restless mind every time. And it creates a habit that you're gonna focus it. Now, I like to have it stack, like James Clear talks about in Atomic Habits. And so my next habit that I created, which I've done before, this wasn't just this week, but I really implemented it this week. Every time when I'm talking to someone, I look them directly in the eyes and I try to understand what their eye color is. Now here's why. Because what I have found is that people's eyes are an unbelievable kaleidoscope of colors. And if I focus on their eyes and look at the color of their eyes, number one, it makes me realize what an incredible creation they are, that God has created. Number two, try to stare somebody directly in the eyes and not listen. It focuses you. So I entered every room with the thought that I said in my mind, focus your restless mind. And I look right in the eyes. And I think about the color of their eyes. And it creates a process where I have to listen. And that's my focal point second thing I say to myself, hold your restless tongue. When I say that in my mind, it reinforces the fact that, yes, I really want to say some things right then, but if I'm able to hold my restless tongue and listen for longer, then I will gain more out of the time spent. And if I'm able to gain more, the person I'm talking to is also gonna benefit from that. So I intentionally, when I'm ready to talk, I'm ready to spur something out. And what you'll find when you look at studies, as soon as you start talking, the other person a lot of times will just clam up and you've ended the chance to gain more insight. So I tell myself, hold your restless tongue. There'll be a time. Sometimes the person's not there in whatever space you're in. A personal relationship, a business relationship. Sometimes they're there just because they need somebody to listen. They don't need somebody to talk. And when you go into it saying, focus your restless mind. Hold your restless tongue that you've set up to gain so much from that interview or that time together. And then the third thing, knowing how my body is, I tell myself, calm your restless body. And here's how I do that. Not only the words that I repeat in my mind, but I focus on my breath, on my breath, on breathing steady, slow, breaths in and out through my nose it's a calming effect when my body wants to get up and go or I'm feeling restless and I feel like it's time to go if I'm able to take a breath and breathe and just focus on the sensation of air coming in and out of my nostrils I'm able to sit for longer and so i keep that cycle going calm your restless mind hold your restless tongue calm your restless body over and over focus your restless mind hold your restless tongue calm your restless body i would say over this past week since i started this my ability and quality of listening has significantly improved and I'm going to continue this but I want you to think about it in your everyday interactions when you're talking to family members, friends, business associates, new acquaintances. Focus on the way I've written it in my journal and the way I look at it every morning. I look at these two words every morning. Listen, radically, listen radically, and radical is something that's outside the bounds of normal. I want to be a listener that's outside of the bounds of normal. I want people to say, man, he's a radical when it comes to listening, he goes above and beyond, he's outside of normal. That's what I want. Two separate occasions this week, towards the end of the week, I had patients say, My goodness, you are an amazing listener. Now i got to tell you, that was not going to happen prior to me focusing my attention on listening. It is a skill. Some people have the God-given ability to be great listeners. I do not, but I have honed the skill. I work the skill. I focus on it. I come up with a process. Just like when it comes to running. I decide what I want to do, and I might say, today I'm doing a tempo run at 5K pace. Today I'm doing hill repeats. We have to do the same thing with our spiritual life and our mental life. And part of it for me is saying, today I will be a radical listener. And the way I will do that is I will tell myself, Focus your restless mind. Focus on their eyes. Listen. Hold your restless tongue. Don't be so quick to want to speak. Listen. Calm your restless body. It's more important to focus on your breathing and listen radically. That's how I do it. It's not a recipe for everyone, but it just gives you an example that whatever works for you, Look at your weakness, figure it out, go to school on it, come up with a process, and get better every day. Listen radically. Thanks for joining today on episode 8. This coming Wednesday, for episode 9, we're going to have a Molo on the Run interview with Kevin Chartney. Pastor of First Baptist Church Muskogee. And this is going to be one you do not want to miss. Mario, everywhere we go.